Pinky the Pig, and it's time for the Pinky the Pig podcast show. Thank you for our listeners. Thank you for listening. Now I'm here with my excellent friend, Mildred the Moo Cow. Hi, Pinky. How are you? I'm great, Mildred. How are you? I'm great. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Okay, Mildred, here's the thing. Today, I insist. Uh, Really? If it's okay. Okay. I insist that it's your turn to decide what we're going to talk about today on a podcast. Okay. That's very generous. Thank you. Would you like me to read us a story? Yes, I would love if you read us a story. And do I get to pick it? Yes, please. Okay, great. All right. Okay. There's a great story here. I, I really would love to read it. Uh, we don't have the name of the author. Okay. But it goes back. It's an old folk tale. It comes all the way from Greece. Okay. And I know that Greece is a country in Europe. Very good. And the title of the story is Truth and Falsehood. Truth and falsehood. Falsehood, that's like when you're lying and you're, you, it's false. In your, it's the opposite of truth. Correct. Truth and falsehood. Once upon a time, truth and falsehood met each other on the road. Good afternoon, said truth. Good afternoon, returned falsehood. And how are you doing these days? Not very well at all, I'm afraid, sighed Truth. The times are tough for a fellow like me, you know. Yes, I can see that, said Falsehood, glancing up and down at Truth's ragged clothes. You look like you haven't had a bite to eat in quite some time. To be honest, I haven't, admitted Truth. No one seems to want to employ me nowadays. Wherever I go, most people ignore me or mock me. It's getting discouraging, I can tell you. I'm beginning to ask myself why I put up with it. And why do you? Come with me, and I'll show you how to get along. There's no reason in the world why you can't stuff yourself with as much as you want to eat like me and dress in the finest clothes like me. But you must promise not to say a word against me while we're together. So Truth promised and agreed to go along with the falsehood for a while, not because he liked his company so much, but because he was so hungry, he thought he'd faint soon if he didn't get something to eat and something in his stomach. They walked down the road until they came to a city, and Falsehood at once led the way to the very best table at the very best restaurant. Waiter, bring us your choicest meats, your sweetest sweets, your finest wine, he called. And they ate and they drank all afternoon. At last, when they could hold no more, Falsehood began 
banging his fist on the table and calling for the manager who came running at once. What the devil kind of place is this? Falsehood snapped. I gave that waiter a gold piece nearly an hour ago, and he still hasn't brought our change. The manager summoned the waiter, who said he'd never even seen a penny out of the gentleman. What? Falsehood shouted, so that everyone in the place turned and looked. I can't believe this place. Innocent, law-abiding citizens come in to eat, and you rob them of their hard-earned money. You're a pack of thieves and liars. You may have fooled me once, but you'll never see me here again. Never. Here, he threw a gold piece at the manager. Now, this time, bring me my change. But the manager, fearing his restaurant's reputation would suffer, refused to take the gold piece and instead brought falsehood change for the first gold piece he claimed to have spent. Then he took the waiter aside and called him a scoundrel and said he had a mind to fire him. And as much as the waiter protested that he'd never collected a cent from the man, the manager refused to believe him. Oh, truth, where have you hidden yourself? The waiter sighed. Have you now deserted even us hard-working souls? No, I'm here, truth groaned to himself. But my judgment gave way to my hunger, and now I can't speak up without breaking my promise to falsehood. As soon as they were on the street, falsehood gave a hearty laugh and slapped truth on the back. You see how the world works, he cried. I managed it all quite well, don't you think? But truth slipped from his side. I'd rather starve than live as you do, he said. And so truth and falsehood went their separate ways and never traveled together again. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a good story, Mildred. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. That's going to come back to him, that guy, the liar. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm so lucky. I live... I live in a household, everybody tells the truth, and that's how we're raised, and that's how we treat other people, and that's how we do it in the world. We tell the truth. That's right, Pinky. We are honest, and we are truthful. Yes, we are. Okay, Pinky, we have another little story here. It is anonymous. The title is Someone Sees You. Yes, please. Once upon a time, a man decided to sneak into his neighbor's fields and steal some wheat. If I take just a little from each field, no one will notice, he told himself. But it will all add up to a nice pile of wheat for me. So he waited for the darkest night when thick clouds lay over the moon and he crept out of his house. He took his youngest daughter with him. Daughter, he said. You must stand guard and call out if anyone sees me. The man stole into the first field to begin reaping, and before long, the child called out, Father, someone sees you. 
The man looked all around, but he saw no one. So he gathered his stolen wheat and moved on to the second field. Father, someone sees you, the child cried again. The man stopped and looked all around, but once again he saw no one. He gathered more wheat and moved to a third field. A little while passed, and the daughter cried out, Father, someone sees you. Once more, the man stopped his work and looked in every direction, but he saw no one at all. So he bundled up his wheat and crept into the last field. Father, someone sees you, the child called again. The man stopped his reaping, looked all around, and once again saw no one. Why in the world do you keep saying someone sees me, he angrily asked his daughter. I've looked everywhere, and I don't see anyone. Father, murmured the child, someone sees you from above. Ah, Mildred, that's a tough story. I know, but it just shows that the little girl did the right thing. She, She was wise, and she was nice about it. I guess. Uh, that's a, uh, a tough story. Well, you let me pick. Okay, it's true. I mean, you were the one that insisted that I decide what we were going to talk about today. Yeah, you're right, Mildred. Yeah, sorry. No, you're right. It was just a little bit of a difficult story, but I know everything isn't perfect. I'm just grateful that I live in such a wonderful family. I would never be put into that situation. Correct. Okay, I'm good. Okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. I love you. And I love you.